what would it be like if you were to show up in 2024, assuming that the world was filled with endless possibilities that are available to you? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In, and welcome to the podcast today. We're going to be talking all things new year, new you, new way, new, 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 newness. I like the idea that we have the intention of setting goals or new ways of being this time of year, when in reality, you could choose it in this moment. It's nice that everybody kind of goes along with January 1st. So if you're one of those people who are thinking about the year ahead and maybe have done some reflection on the year past, I wanted to invite you to listen in and maybe gather some information that you can apply to the year ahead. If you're anything like me, goal setting does not work very well for me. It was something that I used to do a lot of. I'd write specific goals and have them time-bound and be really masculine in how I was going to achieve those goals. And really the idea that I wasn't aware of at the time was that I was really chasing a feeling. I was really wanting my desires to make me feel whole and enough and deserving and worthy and I kept achieving, kept achieving. And with each milestone, I would have one set out before me after the next. And it was this endless chase, the idea of the hamster wheel, the rat race. And I think a lot of us can identify with this way of being and just really never feeling satisfied. It's always on the other side of the next goal. And so since, after a lot of years of spiritual uh, practices and retreats and trainings and reading books and all of that, I finally started hearing the message that it really is about the now and about cultivating those feelings within myself now instead of waiting for a goal to come. And while goals are great and we learn and we grow and we become different versions of ourselves as those goals come, It isn't about waiting. It's no longer about giving permission to a time in the future that never seems to come. And so how do we do this? Well, there's a couple of different offerings I want to share with you today that can help support you if this is what you're looking for. You kind of, you understand it, you get it, you've heard it, the power of now, the idea that everything you're looking for outside of yourself is truly within it's a really a shift in perspective. It's a shift in the way we've been taught to think. The world in which we live in, a lot of people are living on autopilot, on default mode, not really inquiring what they're thinking, what they're believing. They're just kind of getting after life and just being absorbed by it. And this can create a lot of unhappiness, 
unfulfillment, um, frustration, and just really wondering why we're here. What is this all about? What is life meant to be? And I invite you as we begin talking today to just think like, what would it be like if you were to show up in 2024, assuming that the world was filled with endless possibilities that are available to you, that everything really is working out for your highest good, that you don't have to struggle and sacrifice, that your desires are real for you, that you are enough, you are worthy, you are whole, right where you stand. How would you show up differently this year if that were true? That's some really profound inquiry if you give yourself the space and time to do that. And if you're not familiar with doing inquiry and asking yourself questions, I highly recommend doing it in a space that you give yourself space to do it. I used to like be driving and be in between appointments and ask myself those questions and nothing would come forward because that's a big question. It's a big shift in perspective if you're operating on default mode, right? You're operating from the idea that you need to prove yourself, that you need to earn your good, that only good things come to a select few people. Instead of believing that if you have a desire within you, it's already 99% done. You just have to assume the energy in order to bring it forward to you. And I want to share with you a fable um, that I love It's about a musk deer. And a musk deer has this like enchanting aroma. It's beautiful. It's really rare and it's really coveted and people love it. And this deer, the fable goes, which I actually think could be true, (laughs) is they travel far and wide and they go up into the mountains and they're in search of where this scent is coming from. They love it just as much as we do. And they go looking for it in all these different places. They risk their lives trying to find it. And lo and behold, in the end, the scent that they're searching for is coming from themselves. And that's what we're talking about here when it's the idea that all the things that you want in your life as I mentioned in the beginning and pretty much on every episode, is you looking for a feeling, the words you tell yourself about who you are that then create this feeling, that then create an energy and just feels so, so good. And when we instill our faith, our safety, our security, the beliefs that we're doing it right, that we're supported, the feeling that that emits when we believe in those things about ourselves that is what you're in control of. When we attribute things outside of ourselves as giving us those feelings, that's when the seeking never seems to end. And what if we gave ourselves permission to know that we've already arrived, that we don't need to seek anymore, we can just find ourselves where we are, 
And that life is really about gathering information and learning things and experiencing things while being, already being everything that you seek, that you think is in the money, that you think is in the relationship, that you think is in the health. So the first step to this that I feel like might support you on your journey, if this is like, wow, that sounds so great, but I just don't know how I'm going to get there, is releasing the idea that struggle and sacrifice is required in order to get what it is that you want. Abraham Hicks, which I talk about a lot, a great resource if you're interested in this path. You can go on YouTube. They have a ton of books. They actually do in-person seminars. Um, But what they talk about is manifestation. So like receiving a desire that you want. Law of attraction, manifestation, all the same language there. It is just as easy for you to manifest a button as it is for you to get a castle. It's just our belief systems around those things that make them harder for us to receive because we have resistance. We think a castle is rare and is only for those who are special and like whatever belief systems we have about that. You might not even want a castle, but you get the idea of like something really big in your mind. And if we are open and willing and believing that our good can come to us without having to discern how, we don't need to know those details. That's way bigger of a job. We're just believing that it's open and available to us in the beginning. Like I said, like that the universe is full of possibilities and it wants us to receive our desires. If we have that mentality around it, the flow is open. There's no resistance. It's like electricity. Like think of plugging in something. The electricity can flow really easily if there's no resistance. You're able to receive the messages you need to, to take that step or go to that place. It's not this efforting struggle, but because so many of us have been taught that it requires hard work and sacrifice, that is where we have the resistance for these bigger desires that we might have for ourselves. In one of the Abraham Hicks I was just listening to, it had such an inspiring story. And it was about this girl who believed in the struggle, right? which a lot of us can relate to. I myself can as well. And she is talking about a chocolate sundae and how like a chocolate sundae is just seems easy because you can just go to the store. She knows where to go. She knows what steps to take. Like it's not this big discovery or uncovering or learning in most cases. So then Abraham Hicks talks about, well, what if you were in the desert and you have been there for days and you're so hungry? And this idea of wanting a chocolate sundae comes into your brain and you're open to possibilities of it being available to you. Even in this circumstance, it just seems very unlikely that it's going to happen, right? And that maybe you have ideas that you need to earn it or you need to figure it out or make it happen, right? But if you have the focus to only see that chocolate sundae as available to you and being open and available to the possibilities of it coming forward, then you start walking and you see this like silver canister in the sand and you walk up to it 
and you open it up and inside is some dry ice and you remove the dry ice and below it is a chocolate sundae. Which sundae seems more valuable to you? Is it the one that you got in the desert or is it the one that you went to the store and purchased easily within five minutes? And in this story that they're sharing, the individual says the one that she received in the desert. And Abraham Hicks says, well, therein lies your problem. Is you associate earning your good through struggle and sacrifice and that it needs to be hard. And it simply does not need to be hard. It is a habit. It is a carried thought that we continue to tell ourselves that we need to sacrifice. We need to earn our good. It has to be hard or it won't feel as good. That is the barrier that keeps us from ease. So inquiring within yourself and saying, where in my life do I believe it needs to be hard? And the hardest part is letting it be easy. And this starts with allowing yourself grace. So let me play this out a little bit more. So if you're someone who's used to the sacrifice, the struggle, the goal setting, right? Getting after it, rolling up your sleeves. And it's not about not doing. I'm not saying you're not supposed to do because taking action is fun. Like discovering that your goals are unfolding before you, your desires that you have, that's so fun. But it's when our intention is about the struggle and we don't take care of ourselves, we do things we don't want to do, we go places we don't want to go, we say yes when we mean no, not having boundaries, not honoring what feels good to us, that is when the doing is not supportive, the action is not supportive. Abraham Hicks also says it's kind of like having a toaster and putting the bread inside the toaster, but the toaster is not plugged in. We have to plug ourselves in and what that looks like is very different for each of us. But to me, that's meditating, drinking water, taking care of myself, being intentional and moving slowly, hanging out with people that inspire me, like listening to things that inspire me, um, eating good food. Um, just taking care of myself, right? Like, what does that look like to you? And that is plugging you in. That is when the electricity can flow. You get the nudges to take the right action that is in alignment with your desires. You don't even have to write your desires down. I think it's helpful to do that and to think about what is it, do, what do I want in 2024 if you don't already know? And the reason for this and getting specific about what this looks like is it connects you to that feeling. Because when you connect to the feeling of having, having already received the thing that you desire, the feeling associated with it, and you work from that energy, it is so much fun. The journey, the process to getting to your desire, which is life, is enjoyable. And trusting that your good is meant for you and that it's on the way and just getting curious about it. And like the piece that I was saying before I kind of went on this tangent about the grace level, 
is if you're someone that's used to the struggle, this is a habit. This is a pattern. It's like brushing your teeth. It's hard to just shift out of. And it doesn't happen overnight. And I think for me, specifically with my journey, I wanted it to happen overnight. I had my masculine energy on of like, okay, I need to turn this ship around immediately. I'm sick of feeling negative thoughts. I'm sick of being tired. I'm sick of not doing what's meant for me. But I was so used to doing things the other way. And having grace for myself in that process is when things really started to shift. Because if I would wake up and I would meditate, and then five minutes later, I'd be back into the struggle, I would then get mad at myself and be like, why can't I, why can't I get this? But instead, I started to say, you know, I'm just doing the best I can here. And maybe tomorrow I'll go five minutes longer. Because feeling negative thoughts about yourself or negative information, when we really break that down and reframe what that means, all it is, is you are thinking a thought that is not in alignment with the truth of who you really are. When we think thoughts that are in alignment with our truth, that we are worthy, that we're deserving, that the universe has possibilities, that our desires are real, that we are loved and valued, right? Those feelings are in alignment with your truth because that's who you really are. And that's why those feelings or those thoughts feel good. But when we feel, I don't know what I'm doing. Why can't I get this right? I have to do things I don't want to do. I have to stay places I don't want to stay. I have to follow the path that they want me to follow. Those don't feel good. Those thoughts don't feel good. And they're meant to not feel good. They're the alarm going off within you saying that is not the direction in which we want to move. But instead of beating yourself up for that, it's about gathering that information and saying, okay, this doesn't feel good. This is going in the direction in which I don't want to go. So where do I want to go? And then start moving in that direction. And again, having grace for yourself in that process of saying, I'm not all of a sudden going to change every little thing about myself. And it can happen. That can happen. But more than likely, it's going to be a slower process. And knowing that you are where you are and you are exactly where you should be and you're doing it right. You cannot do it wrong. There is no right path. It's only your path and which is defined by what feels good. It really is that simple, but it's not easy and I get it. It happens to me where I fall back into the trap of listening to my fear, looking for things outside of myself for fulfillment and just simply being on the hamster wheel. And I offer you today's episode in the idea that what if 2024 was your year? What if it was the year that you decided to truly live your life? Not afraid, trusting in the good, knowing that you are worthy and whole and enough. What would that look like? Coming from the energy of your desire versus toward it? What would the version of you look like that is already a millionaire? How would they show up? 
Who would they hang out with? Sitting in that energy and acting as if. What would the version of you look like who is already in that loving relationship? What would the version of you look like that already received everything that you're looking for? And answering those questions, sitting with that energy, and as best you can, living your day in that space and being guided from that energy. I'm telling you, it will not only bring the results quicker and in ways in which you cannot explain, you cannot even fathom from where you stand, but when you're open, willing, and ready, they will find you and you will enjoy the process getting there. There's no longer this weight and you can be you. And it's really just about being and assuming that energy. And when you practice it more and more, it becomes real and it becomes easier to the point where you don't even need to think about it. And there are people who were raised this way and just walk around and they don't question and they believe and they have faith and they love themselves and they treat themselves with kindness and with value. And then there's some of us, if you're like me, who weren't taught that way. And then we learned, and now we can teach and share to others in the hopes that maybe today you gathered something that you can then apply to today or the year ahead or whatever that looks like to you. But sending you off, having an amazing year ahead, this is going to be your best year yet. Miracles are going to open up for you in ways you cannot even see right now. But all your desires are real. You are meant to thrive. You are meant to have everything that you want. I love you. Thank you as always for listening. Happy New Year. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.